We've got some fresh hey, new I'm young talent. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn your content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And today... Why we all need a marketing choreography. Ooh, baby. Oh. I, I like this. Like, the second I heard this term, I was like, what? Tell me more, please. Yeah, and I, the, I, and I then the person is like, I have the right person for you to talk to. And that's the person that we have today on the show. I, I huh. think that phrase in itself differentiates Ooh, the guests that we have so today. So good. It's so juicy. So good. I so love juicy, it. So good. All right. <laughs> Hashtag so juicy. So good. Uh, Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? Tell me. Tell Indeed me. Indeed we oh, do. We man. do have a sponsor and it is your own The Biz Bros what? with Content Momentum. That's and you might right, be asking guys. yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce long-form content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets so then you can send them all over social media, you know, amplify mm. your message so Ooh, you can get baby. new clients. Oh, so well, good. we want to help you out. Slide on the DMs at Co on Instagram, mm. on Facebook. Let's make this happen. Hashtag so, so juicy. So, so good. So <laughs> Oh, that's a new one. Hashtag table face. Hashtag so juicy, so good. Ooh, I like it. And I like amplify. It. What a cool word. It is. Okay. It is. Sweet. All right. So uh, go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash the subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Please come hang out with us and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will because today's guest, she is absolutely amazing. Ooh. Please don't forget to share this podcast. You never know whose life you're going to change. That's right. And, That's right. And leave a five-star review. Thank you. And we're back another week, another incredible guest. And today's guest is one of the masterminds behind Magic for Life. <gasps> Quick shout out to episode 110 with Michael Johnson. Or should we say MJ, Ooh, the real MJ. MJ. That's be, that being said, we see it all the time in magic shows. A magician can't do it alone. They usually have a super cool partner right next to them. That's right. And today's guest is not only that incredible partner, but she used to be a professional ballroom dancer as well. Tell me more. How epic is that? So She's epic. that person that helps other people create their marketing choreography. Mm, 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 mm. Hashtag so juicy, so good. I think it should be so juicy, so tasty. Mm, I love no, that analogy no, no, right no, no, there. No. We'll definitely have to explore this topic a bit more. As we mentioned today's guest is not only a season marketer but she takes care of the magic for life operations as well we'll definitely need to get some pointers about that she is also about to launch her podcast the funnel after party podcast that sounds like a lot of fun yeah you needed the horns for the after party okay yeah yeah <laughs> let's go okay. i hope we're invited to that after party i really do please welcome ex-professional ballroom dancer host of the Funnel After Party podcast and the secret behind the magic, Lexi Raphael, Raphael, you got it. Yes, you got it. You got it. Yes, we, we what's like. Up, guys? <laughs> what's up, Lexi? <laughs> 
so good to be here. Thanks for the intro. That was that was good. I was just sitting there laughing. It was so good. Ah, uh, thank <laughs> so you, good. thank you. I know people would be like, ah, that was that was something else. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> We definitely deviated quite a few times, you know, but Lexi, you are officially in the Hall of Fame. You know why? Because this is the very first episode that we're going to be using hashtag so juicy, so, so tasty. No, dude. <laughs> so juicy, so good. Okay. We'll, we'll let the audience vote. No, we'll we'll, uh, let, we'll uh, let that uh, Lexi Alexi, you oh, vote you're gonna put her which on the one like is this? your favorite? Hashtag <laughs> so juicy, so good, or hashtag so juicy, so tasty. Pick a bro. Man. You get two. Yes. No, that's tasty. That's, that's so good. Okay, whatever. Lexi, yes, okay. Lexi, stop. let's go. Fancy, stop. This is all about you, Lexi. I don't know why you're complying to like answer the questions of Fancy here, but we're incredible honored to have you here. I mean, we heard so many good things about you. I want to learn a little bit more about like how you started like this journey, like from professional ballroom dancer mm -hmm. to what you do now to do funnels and podcasts and amazing communities. And, you know, tell us a little bit more. Yeah, you got it. Uh, well, let's let's back it up way far. Uh, <laughs> I was definitely born to be an entrepreneur. Uh, my my parents are both entrepreneurs. Uh, my dad has sold uh everything out there um he has started so many businesses uh currently the the obsession is reselling shoes and cars so that's the current obsession wow. uh yeah that's that's my dad he just sells everything um, and my mom owned a dance studio and so did my grandma so it was just in the family meant to meant to be an entrepreneur for sure uh, i was born into it so starting starting there um and then uh got into dance obviously because that was just in the family i uh, got into ballroom dancing and uh went professional in ballroom dancing um and along the way like i mean as a ballroom dancer you you uh definitely learn how to be or you're definitely an entrepreneur because you got to get students yeah. in um that's definitely part of it i mm. mean so i built my business up my, built my clientele up and uh, along the way was learning marketing skills I uh, found out that I, I really love the operation side of things, really love the planning. Yeah. And yeah, that was so I uh, actually got into a position to, <laughs> to run the dance studio that I was at. Um, I definitely find myself I, I find myself getting to that like high position all the time. because it's just <laughs> I don't like to be underneath. It's like, oh, no, I got to be in charge. It's really, <laughs> really a thing. I got to be in charge. I think a lot of entrepreneurs can connect with that like. Nope, not working for anyone else. I just got to be in charge. Um, so definitely got myself uh, getting to that place and uh, then started running operations for Magic for Life. Um, and just, man, it's just been quite been quite the journey. Professional ballroom dancer, uh, operations, starting my own business. And it's all kind of happened at the same time. So that's, that's yeah. kind of fun. There's not really like this happened and this happened. It just kind of all happened at once. Um, and then decided not to dance anymore. And now I'm focusing all on this. So that's, that's uh, the story. That's wow. incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I mean, we definitely feel identified with this. I mean, 
you ran a studio, dance studio. That's so cool. Uh, I have a crazy dance story in in Barcelona with my soccer team. That they decided to they, to send us to dance to cross train, and then we end up doing uh, jazz classes. Three very stiff soccer players: a Venezuelan, a Japanese, and a Korean dude with a, a Spanish coach in the middle of this dance floor, uh, tripping over. So I, I huge admiration for you guys, dancers, because that's definitely not easy. So huge appreciation there. Uh, along your, uh, along your, your, I want to dive in a little bit into your dancing side of things because you know even yeah, sure. even with uh, with MJ we talked about being an athlete and, and the mindset that you develop. Right? Do you think that right. can that that helped you to tackle like these problems that you're tackling on your day to day now? And if so, how so? Yeah, 100%. I mean, being a dancer, you you have to learn so many skills and you have to learn discipline and uh, you have to learn to to work hard and go after your dreams. I mean, it's it's a passion thing and so you're going after your dreams every single day and and sometimes you win and and sometimes you don't and you have to learn how to deal with both sides and as an entrepreneur, it is the same exact thing. Sometimes you win, sometimes you make that sale, sometimes it works and sometimes it really does not work and so, you know, learning to deal with with the ups and downs as as Uh, as a dancer and bringing that into entrepreneurship is is yeah. definitely huge it's it's so big um, oh. and i think for any athlete like you you learn how to how to how to take it and and uh let the world tell you how it is and, and then you have to decide how you're going to handle it so oh that's so good yeah absolutely you know like if i'm being honest i don't know much about ballroom dancing and like how yeah. Like if the competition, whether is it a team or is it just individually just you, um, I would love a little bit of context on that because I have this thought that, you know, formed in my head, but I would really need to know that to, to make sure it's, it's okay to share. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's both. I, I uh, grew up on a team and I did individuals. So there, there's two sides of it. You can, mm. you can compete with a team and in college I, I traveled with... Uh, the Brigham Young University touring company um, and traveled all over the world and, and did the team thing. And then I also did my own, my own thing with my partner. And uh, as a pro, I didn't do team. That was more of an amateur thing. And then as a pro, I was, it was just me. So. Interesting. Does that help? Yes, definitely. Definitely. A lot. Uh, before I dive into that, <laughs> I want to clarify something real quick because My brother just posted in the comment, hashtag so juicy, so good. Because it is. No, Lexi voted for so juicy, <laughs> so, good. so tasty. Okay, I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, stop, stop making things up, Fonzie. Lexi, I, the, the reason I wanted to know that is because you know, you, you mentioned that since you were little, kind of, you knew you wanted to do something yeah. on your own, right? And the thing is, When you are in a team, right, like especially athletes, this is how, how I feel and how I see it in soccer, right, that, that is a sport that we played, yeah. you want to control your future, but you still have a team, right? You still yeah. have a team, and if you have leadership skills, you have to, you know, in a way manage that team and communicate with your teammates and all that stuff, right? But there's some sports right. like tennis, mostly you play individually, right? So for those people... I feel like maybe on the operation side, they're not as strong because they're just dealing with themselves, right? It's like, I'm just going to do my thing. I just want to get here and all that mm -hmm. stuff, right? But yeah. I see now in a way, and maybe I'm wrong, 
but you coming from also doing the team, uh, dancing with a team, right? And just and dancing with yourself, kind of like how uh, the operations like manages in between there, right? And maybe I'm looking like way too deep into it, but I'm curious to know, right? Do you think that played a role in developing that operational skill of yours on like managing others, um, some of your leadership skills maybe? Yeah, 100% because, well, I, I mean, I've always been a natural leader um, and in being, being one that likes to be in charge, you also have to learn how to be a good leader at the same time. And so I think, you know, along the way, I've had different experiences that have helped me learn how to be a better leader instead of it being all about myself, because there are times where I definitely, uh, it is me, 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 yeah, and yeah. I've had that along, along the journey, but I think Yeah, I, I think that the team experiences have helped me um, be able to be a better leader and understand people better um, yeah. and understand how to deal with them better and, and get them to a point where they can be at their best um, rather than um, forcing them to do something that's not not best for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that that plays a role. Yeah. So. I, I love all this conversation. I mean, I think we could just do like an F. Yeah, we, we, we should do like <laughs> we should do like a season that we just bring people that were athletes and it's Ooh, like, and yeah, we just th talk that about is. that topic. That would be pretty interesting. So, like, I, I remember like along along my my soccer career, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, I, I remember some some challenges along the way, and uh, you know, one of them personally was we qualify for NCAA NCAA Division One conference finals and in in our own thing and uh when the semifinal and the final games came in we had to play like three three games in four days it was like something stupid like that like physically like almost impossible right but at the same time this is something that that you want to play like that's those are the games that you really want to do right so for the finals i was benched because uh we were play uh we, we played a few games the body was not there right like that was a very hard challenge for me internally mentally to accept that and uh but the, the team obviously comes first and then we ended up losing the final which you know is all <laughs> a different story uh coach it, it was because i wasn't there no i'm kidding i'm kidding the team was <laughs> did great but i i remember like we had to live through a lot of challenges that way do you remember like one specific challenge that kind of really like sat you down and be like oh man like th this is a rough one this is one that like i don't know if i'm gonna get out of there not saying that that one was for me but that like that meant a lot because that was like the first final that we were playing in the conference and it, it meant a lot to me and it kind of demotivated me to tackle anything after that right i had to do some some work mentally to do that do you identify some moments like that in, in your either athletic or now entrepreneurial uh journey Um, yeah, I mean, one comes to mind. There, there's, there's a lot that that are definitely there, and I think we all yeah. have have a lot that that have influenced us. But but one that comes to mind is uh, I was going after a championship for about three years with my partner in high school, and we um, we had some success. But the one that we were really going after, it, we we didn't make it. Um, we were shooting for making the final um, in ballroom. It, it works in uh, like there's there's quarterfinals and then there's semifinals and then there's finals. And so the finals, that's when seven couples or six couples are on the floor together. Um, and it, it drops from like 
40 something to that or even higher sometimes. Yeah. And so our goal was to, to make that final. And we had been working towards that for three years and we missed. Oh. Um, and so I just remember, um, you know, you look for your number. It's, it's based on the guy's number. Yeah. And so you look for your number and you just wait for that number to come up and, and looking up at the screen and, and it didn't come up. And, and it was the thing that I had envisioned for years. Like, that my number was going to come up and I was going to go out there and I was going to dance and, and then I didn't. And so I just remember yeah. like being in the hallway crying with uh, with my coach and, and with my partner and, and it was devastating. And and after that, it was hard. Like, man, like how do I get back up after that? Because that was the goal. Like That was it. I was a senior. Uh, he was leaving. Yeah. Um, we weren't going to dance anymore. And, and that was the opportunity. And it was like, that's it. Right. And so yeah. then you go, okay, how do you pick yourself up after that? And, and it was definitely hard and, uh, but I wouldn't change it. Like I'm so grateful for that experience because it taught me so much of, of how to move forward and the, you know, the result isn't everything. And, yeah. and sometimes you got to go through that journey and, and learn, uh, to, to get to the point where I, I feel like I can handle situations better because of it, because of that journey. So. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Uh, thank you for sharing that, that, that story. What, what were some things that you did to, to overcome that, right? And the, and the reason I ask right. is because, you know, we, we work on our day-to-day, -day, obviously ourselves publishing, right. you know, through the podcast, but before it was through Facebook Lives. And sometimes right. we we attach, you know, the success, and I, I'm, I'm doing air quotes of our content to uh, to the views or the engagement, right? And, and we publish this, and maybe we work for a whole week to plan a video, and then we do that video, and they yeah. put it onto the world, and then nobody sees it, right? And then that might feel like a defeat, right? Right. Uh, even though we truly believe that that's not a defeat, that's part of your journey. Right. And we talked about this every single time. It's like, OK, repetition, doing in, uh, put, put your reps in and in content or, or entrepreneurship in general is like do it as fast as you can so you can collect samples and adapt. Right. So how do you do that? How do you overcome this on our side with content? What we did was we implemented as fast as we could we did one facebook live every single day we got better at telling stories now we do three podcasts a week right like that was the the game for us how do you move from that experience and what is the lesson that you now bring into into the business that you help operate yeah for sure um well i think personal development i think working on your mindset and and knowing that you are good enough no matter what um, that that's the key in, in anything, knowing that you are good enough. And I know that's not like a, okay, you can do this and you can do this and you, no, it's, it's just working on yourself and, and understanding you and believing in yourself because that was something that, that I realized after that experience that I really needed to, I needed to tackle and, um, really understanding myself and going, okay, I I'm good enough. And I think that's in, in any situation, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Like when those, when those hard times come up, you've got to go back and go, okay, I still believe I'm still good enough now. Okay. I got to move forward from that. And, and I think it's just, okay, get back up and keep going. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's, that's really the the key in it. And, you know, obviously I, I run op operations for magic for life, which is, which is all personal development. And so it's, it's so, <laughs> so important to, to any journey. It's yeah. just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what, what journey, whether you're an athlete or you're an entrepreneur um, or your mom or like, it just, it really doesn't matter. It's, it's all about believing in yourself and, and knowing that you're good enough. Yeah. That, I love it. That is so important. Right. And that is, I feel like, People have a very difficult time 
accepting that, right? Like, yes, mm. I am important. And, you know, I feel like in a way, and this is obviously nothing bad, but like we are taught since we're little to be like careful others, you know, like we we're right. taught so much about kind of like putting others before taking care of yourself. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And oh, man. something that like that I've understood throughout the journey is like, you cannot help others if you don't help yourself either. Right. And, right. and being kind to yourself, I think it is part of the journey and I'm loving everything that you're sharing right now. Right. Cause I get, I related again so much to our soccer career. Right. And, and there's right. so many principles in here, right? Like I'm sure the, the like, incredible amount of hours that you put <laughs> training Um, to come to these competitions, then failing, right? right? Moving forward or succeeding and how to deal with success. And right. now when I read your, pretty much like your tagline, which I imagine it is, with it, which is a marketing choreography, right? I'm sure a right. lot of these principles translate into that, right? And 100%. I'm curious, like I, I'm curious to know how did that come to be, right? Like what is actually a marketing choreography? Because um, when I read it, I was like, Wow, that is something really cool because it feels like you work so hard to put it together, right? But it's, in my opinion, is is never complete. Like it's like a never evolving thing that you're working on, uh, which I would assume is something similar to dancing. Um, even though like we don't know anything about choreography or dancing, we might have to uh, have a class together one day. We might have to see Fancy dancing some salsa and bachata over here and uh, see what's up. So yeah, but, but I'm curious, like, sis, what are some of those principles, right, that you translate from dancing to the marketing choreography? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, every every piece of choreography requires it requires steps and it requires figures and it requires perfecting it and learning the different things that you need and it requires coaching and it requires um, mentoring and having a team and doing the things that you need to do to uh, get the validation on your stuff and testing new things out and So as, as I look at, at dance and, and we, have, we have our dances and we have our pieces of choreography and we spend hours on, on making them work and understanding um, what's, what's going to work, what, what do people like, what do people not like, what's your brand, what's, what's happening there. And so um, yeah. as I looked at that, it was like, oh my goodness, like I also love, I've learned marketing along the way and, and people need this. People need this marketing choreography because... Uh, they need to pull all of the pieces together because there's people that are teaching this and there's people that are teaching this thing and there's people that are teaching this, like all different things. And we've really got to pull them together into this this masterpiece, into this piece of choreography that's just amazing, right? You know, you've got to have... Yeah. What resources do you have? You got to pull your resources together and then you've got to have your launches and you've got to have your campaigns and you've got to have your value ladder and then you've got to have your plan to make it happen. And are, what funnel are you going to use and what are all the details that you need? And, yeah. and so, um, you know, those, those are the principles that I, I took from, from dance and put it into, into marketing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've, I've been learning, learning marketing for quite some time and, and, had my ups and downs and I've got, I went, you know, everybody just, they need the big picture of what to do and they need to pull all their, their pieces together. And, and there's piece, people that are expert at experts at these things and we can refer to them. Um, but we still need to see the big picture to, to create this piece of choreography. Yeah. So. That, that, that's awesome. And, and 
my mind is going mm. to beginning of 2020, right? When mm. we actually had a lot of stuff in our plate. We, we used to do a lot of things. And one day we came and we sat down and we're like, okay, which one of these elements <laughs> are we going to focus right. on, right? And the reason I'm bringing this is because... And I'm, I'm just going to play a little, like, devil advocate here, but someone might be like, but there's a lot of stuff, right? Like, I cannot do everything or or right. or it can be a little overwhelming, right? Right. So I'm uh, curious. Just a little? Yeah, it can be. For us, it was okay. a lot. Okay. Hey, for, for <laughs> I feel like some people, yeah. you know, they might be able to, to do it. But I'm curious, what would you tell to that person, right, that... Because I feel focus is key, right? Like right now, my, my belief through my experience is that if I don't focus on one thing, I'm not going to be able to move it forward, right? Right. Um, so how do you go yeah. about putting all these pieces together, all these steps together within the choreography so they, you know, so they, so they work flawlessly? Yeah, no, I, I love that because really it is about getting to a place where we can test one thing because mm. first it's about okay let's let what the vision is right let's have something that we're moving towards mm. and let's understand all of the pieces that we need now we take the plan and we simplify it and we do the one thing that's going to get us the success and then we move to the next thing and it's mm. really about mapping out okay what are we going to do in this year um that's going to bring us the success that we want and yeah. so um The, the big picture is important so we can break it up and see the details. Yeah. Um, because oh, I think so a lot of times people are, are wandering around aimlessly and they're going, well, okay, I have this, this funnel and it's really a lead magnet funnel. And this is, this is what they've built. And they think that's the end all. They think they're going to make money on this lead magnet funnel, which is not intended to do that at all. Yeah. And they have no plan that's going to lead them to the point of, hey, let's actually sell your product, like your, your thing. Let's sell your high ticket stuff. And so that's where, that's where I think it's important to have the choreography because you're going, okay, let me, yeah. let me see the big picture. Now we break it up and we go, okay, we need to get some leads so we can we can do this and we don't want to just leave the leads sitting there. Um, cause that's not cool either. Like you could gather all the leads and then it's like, cool, yeah. I have all these leads and then you don't do anything with them. And, and so that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's what I say. That's awesome. I, I love it. You know, and kind of like to rephrase here a little bit what, what you said as well. I feel, um, that is you're looking again, like you said, at the bigger picture, right. And then you're reverse engineering, to see what is the next viable step that we need to take. And my mind goes to, you know, we used to be thinking so far ahead all the time that we would overwhelm ourselves, right. like, big time. We're like, this is all the things that we need to do. Oh, we're so frustrated. This is so much. We won't be able to do it. Uh. And then we don't do anything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Then we wouldn't do anything. And you freeze, you paralyze. Right? And I, I remember the day that we were actually listening to Steve Larson, and he was telling us about kind of like, a mountain right like imagine that you are about to climb a mountain but you there's immense fog everywhere but you know right. how the top of the mountain look because you've seen pictures you have an image of it and you right. know you want to go there but along the way you cannot really see what's in there except for your next step as you take one step the fog clears a little bit and you can see the other next step so i think that is a it's a great picture for what you're saying because We often have that vision, right? We know we 
entrepreneurs. We are all dreamers, right? So we have that image of where we want to go and we can see it clearly, but then we don't see the road and we just like end up fumbling down the mountain because we are yeah. just like trying to rush there instead of taking one step at a time. So I think that is that is perfect, right? And and I'm curious, right? For someone that is maybe starting their marketing choreography, what is that first step that you think they should be taking? Um, to clear the fog, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got this cool map, so that's Ooh. that's kind of fun. Yeah, this is this is my marketing choreography map. Um, and and basically, I, I go, what what do we have right now, right? What do we have right now that we can work with? Mm. And what's the vision that you have right now? And then let's take some action on that. Yeah. Right. Because I think. I think it's like, okay, you could get caught up in that vision. You could totally get caught up and go, okay, vision, 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 vision. But then we got to bring it back and we got to go, here's the plan. <laughs> Here, yeah. Here's the game plan from that. So so definitely the first step is really just identifying what pieces are already there because I think people also miss that side of it. They go, they just jump in and they forget, oh my goodness, like I actually have this list of people or, oh, I have this Facebook list oh, I've been running this podcast for two years or yeah. like they have resources already yeah. that mm. could be utilizing that maybe they're not utilizing yet. Um, and so it's just really, really identifying what's there and now let's move forward with that. What's what's not there? What, what pieces do we need to fill in? And then we go, okay, what's the best step moving forward based on those things? Dude, so good. So good. <laughs> It's because like... Hashtag I, so juicy, so, so tasty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, where were you three years ago, Lexi? Um, just saying. Uh, now, do you get... Do you get... Do, do you get pushback? <laughs> do you got... Uh, I'm just excited because of this talk. Okay, so here. Do, do you get any pushback when you have these conversations, right? Like we, we have a similar conversation when it comes to content, right? People come to us and they're like, hey guys, I want to be everywhere right like obviously the the $30,000 team Gary V style kind of content right and then we're like hey okay let's sit down what do you have how do you produce content well I don't produce content I'm like oh, okay that's great that's a starting point right like awesome but but sometimes right expectations are very high and then when we explain on the in the content vertical like what are the resources that we have right like we we talked about this in our publishing pyramid all the time right like mm -hmm. messaging consistency uh capacity and then the resources people just like start up there now sometimes they get very disappointed right uh, i i have an answer for this myself but i'm very interested to 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 hear what you said uh what is the reaction that you get with people like and then how do you manage those reactions yeah um well i think it's important to still keep them excited Um, and you, you still allow them to see the big picture and then you break it down. So you go, okay, phase one, we're going to do this. And then phase two, we're going to do this. And then phase three, we're going to do this. And then phase four, we're going to do this. And all of these things are going to allow us to actually do what you're wanting to do. Yeah. Um, and so it's just keeping it in mind because I've also been in, in situations where, um, I have, not allowed the dreamer to do what they they want to do and i, I make the i make it crash and burn and so i've totally been in that situation um if you talk about michael i, I run operations right and michael's a big dreamer right he's a huge visionary um and so i've had to learn yeah to balance that and go 
Sick. I love that idea. That's really awesome. Now we've got to, we, let's take it back and we're going to do all these <laughs> things that are going to allow us to get to that big picture. And, and so I've definitely had to learn that along the way because I all go back to like, okay, we need all these details and this is why it's going to work. And this is why it's not going to work. And I'll, I'll definitely make it crash. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> I've learned how to not do that though. And I've, yeah, and I, I love it. Doing operation. You you speak my language. Uh, Fonzie I, and Michael can go dream, and then you and me will have a conversation I, on how to how to actually like execute all that. I, I want I want to add two things, Michael. First, Michael, if you're over there listening, let's go, dreamers. Um, and He's here. He's here. <laughs> we go. can barely see him because of the camo shirt, you know. So we we don't really know where he is. With the tree. But Lexi, I love what you're saying, right? And, and kind of like what you're talking right now about it is. A principle in copywriting or selling, which is called future pacing as well, right? Because when you're talking to these people, you're future pacing them into saying, hey, yes, uh, look at yourself in this vision and they're getting right. excited. And then, but for you to get there, we need to do these steps, right? So right. whether it is in your own business, I think it is important that you're selling, for example, like if this, if I, let's say I'm the listener right now to this episode and I don't have a team, right? But I'm a dreamer. And I'm yeah. starting and doing the, the things myself. I can future pace myself and say, yes, okay, my vision is this. I'm going to be super excited. But then reverse right. engineer it and then start from step number one, right? Um, yeah. ju I'm just going to add this other. That's why I keep my brother right next to me because he's that person that does <laughs> that, that for me. That's the only reason. That, that, that He's the only person that does everything in this business. Uh, <laughs> except, except the dreaming. That's okay. Hashtag so juicy, so, so tasty. Okay. Um, <laughs> And, and, and I, I love it. So the other thing, uh, oh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is actually this um, communication tool, I guess, if you want to put it that way, or communication framework that I learned in a different podcast. And it, but it was from, from Disney, right? Walt Disney had this theory that there were three different types of people. First, the dreamers. Second, the planners. And third, the critics. And he said for every project to actually you know become a reality you needed all three people because dreamers are just going to dream and uh, it might be a little difficult to just implement it right but then you need the right. planning the planning people are going to help you do the step by step and the critics even though sometimes we don't like the critics and all that stuff sometimes they're needed because they are facing reality and they're going to tell you right. yes you can do this or you cannot do this yeah. and I, the the podcast mentioned that it was very important that communicate clearly in what stage you were. So when you're dreaming, tell everybody else that you're dreaming <laughs> and have them be on board with you and dream. But immediately after that, be like, okay, now let's go into the planning section of the conversation and let's plan. See, how can we actually make this happen? And I feel that is the, rever the reverse engineering part that we come back and we see the step by step. And then finally we go into the critic. Boo, critics. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but, but the critics are needed because they're going to yeah. be saying, okay, we cannot do this because of X, Y, Z. This is not possible yeah. because of X, Y, Z. And now we're bringing it to this, I guess, realm of reality where you can actually get things done. And right. I see this in your marketing choreography. I think this is a beautiful thing, honestly. So what, what happens, Lexi, when the choreography works? 
because I'm sure that yeah, because I'm, I'm future I'm, future pace. Let's future pace. <laughs> yeah, what happens? Yeah. What is the beautiful thing that happens? Because I, I want people listening, right? Like there there is a big plus of you know creating your marketing choreography, right? Uh, right. What happens? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> one, you it, obviously it's different for everyone, and what's happening because the plan is going to be different for everyone, um, and the goal is going to be different. Um, but I think the the most important thing that comes out of it is that you have a uh, a solid understanding of whether someone likes what you're doing or they don't like what you're doing. Because I think that a lot of times people will go, okay, I'm going to post this thing on Facebook, and that's how I'm going to test this. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like you have no idea whether that thing worked or whether it didn't work or whether your product is good or whether it's bad or whether the marketing was good or bad. You have no idea. And so or, I or, or this one, this is one of my favorites. I'm going to post yeah. twice a week and I'm going to sell $10,000 every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's never going to happen. And so um, I think the best thing that's going to happen is you're going to understand where you're at and mm. what to do next. Um, and the best thing that could happen is you you come out with with tons of money and you reach exactly what you wanted. Um, but at the very very least, uh, if all this did right, if we if we take uh, the perfect webinar script right, if all this did, it's going to get somebody to the point where they really understand what's happening and yeah. what they should be doing next. And that's mm. such a valuable thing to know, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I cannot explain how many times. We felt lost, like in our business, right? Like we we're moving forward, and and uh, like Fonsi has shared in the last few episodes and events that we've been at, he's like I like Tom Bilio says, like I'd rather be running a thousand miles in one direction, right? Uh, in the that, wrong direction. In the wrong direction than just like staying still. I kind I definitely butchered that quote, but uh, yes, you did. But <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> you got the idea. Okay, perfect. But at the same time, it's like I I love that you preach execution, right? Like this is the plan, yeah. right? This is perfect. The, the top of the mountain, yeah. this is the, we're dreaming together. Let's bring it down. What are the resources? What's the capacity that we have to execute today? Yeah. Let's execute. Let's look at data, right? Let's make decisions based on that and then continue to move forward. Right. Uh, right. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, right? Because before you mentioned about kind of like looking at yourself and looking at the resources, right? And I think the conversation landed again over there. And why I'm curious because when you say this, I'm yeah. thinking of people need to be proactive, right? They need to, okay, let me take inventory, make inventory of what we have now. Right. Let me take action. But most people are not like that. Most people are either taking action without making an inventory. So they're just yeah. taking action without an actual clue of where they're going or they are very reactive, right? Like, oh, I learned about a funnel. Let me make you know the lead magnet or oh look at this other thing that is working for other person uh let me uh buy it and then they'll do it for me but guess what it's not a done for you service it's uh you learn it and you have to do it a lot of people are like very reactive uh, and i'm curious why why do you think that that people are that way um well one i don't, I don't necessarily think that that's a negative thing to to be reactive. Um, I think that it's actually a great skill to go. Hmm. I see this. I'm going to go do it. I, I yep. think I think that's Love a great it. skill. Um, and so I guess for me, like I don't I don't necessarily see it as as this negative thing. I think it's just about learning how to to utilize that 
um, as an asset yes. and go, okay, this is how you are. Okay, great. Let's use that in how we're going to choreograph what you're doing. Um, and so I guess uh, rather than going, why do I think people are that way? I go, okay, they're that way. Now let's let's use it as, as an asset mm. in what you're doing. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I love it. I love it. it. I love how Ooh, you said chore- so choreograph it in a way. I love yeah. it. Hey, that's so good. Like, okay, it's, this was massive light bulb moment for me, right? Uh, yeah. Because we so often, right, we start working with somebody or call it a coworker, call it a friend, call it like personal relationship, right? And yeah. and we expect them to be somebody that we want them to be, right? And uh, and to react yeah. at the things that we want them to react, right? Mm-hmm. And through, yeah. through our journey, like working together um, or even my relationship, right? With my wife, like that's why I mentioned like personal relationships, like things happen, right? Like Fonsi has, <clears throat> has evolved massively since we first started Thank together. You. Appreciate it. I know your, your beard looks amazing today. <laughs> Appreciate it. I, I, I was for, for those that, that like uh, Pokemon, I was like a Charmander and now I'm like a Charizard. Exactly. Yeah. More, more like, yeah. I mean, you're like Charmeleon right now. Okay. Wow. Lex is like, let me get out of here. This, this nerd. Hashtag not so juicy and not so tasty. Hashtag right now. Nerding, out, nerding out. Okay. Wow. Logan Paul should come to the show and, uh, and talk about, about Pokemon cards. Anyways, uh, but but you know through the relationships right like i i before i used to expect something of him right that he maybe was not able to deliver because we're very different people right yeah. and at first he might have caused a lot of frustration uh we've had several episodes in the past where we were both very frustrated with each other because we didn't really know we were expecting you know the other person to react in a certain way and they're not now like through obviously uh the business journey that we've had in the last five years through the podcast you know through publishing we've learned to evolve and and uh, understand the others like i and i remember the exact moment when i understood that fonsi was a dreamer it was not so long ago. It was actually like three, four months ago with uh, when we were talking to Roman. Yeah, Roman. We, we <laughs> yeah. had like we had a, an amazing three-hour interview, right? And this guy's like ta- asking us about the purpose in life, right? Like very deep conversations. Right. And uh, and Fonsi's like, man, I, I honestly don't know. And then we we identified that he was a dreamer, right? He's like, I love to an dream. explorer, an explorer, right? And I'm like, that's why he never gets everything done because he loves <laughs> he loves to go out into space and grab these amazing ideas and he learns as much as possible and then he brings it and starts implementing like very quickly and then he gets bored and he's like he goes off to explore again right so once i understood that i'm like wow this this is a great skill because i don't have it first so that's great so where's that fit so right now we're trying to discover okay how's the day day to day operation for bistros is fonzie right. that person that's gonna grab those things implement it and then we can work together to make it a system and then i deliver it to the team right so that can be part of it and i think that's why this is this conversation is such a light bulb moment because mm-hmm. uh we can use that with our clients with the people that we right. work with with our teams uh do you always understand it that way or do you have to learn it through like personal experience? How do you learn that? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's a learning daily. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think I've been learning it. Um, Michael and I have, have talked a lot about it because we are different and we've had, there's a lot of times that we work like amazing together. Like it's just going <laughs> And then there's sometimes where it's like we're button heads, right? And that's that's one example. Um, but I think it's just about learning learning your personnel and 
Um, I think personality tests are great. Yeah. I think the Colby exam, if people haven't taken the Colby exam, you should definitely take the Colby exam. It is so great. We actually made this whole process of how we're going to run um, the ideas based on what we learned from the Colby exam because we went, okay, we there needs to be like this brainstorming time where I'm not interjecting because I'll come in and I'll go like, but what about this? And what about this? And I'll start being a critic in that situation. Yeah, and yeah. it kills the idea. And when I don't do that, it's like the most amazing brainstorming session. And so we actually created a process where it was like, okay, one, we're going to do the brainstorming and I'm zipping my lips, like not talking. <laughs> I'm going to be excited. And then I get to analyze after. And so um, I think that personality tests are just like, they're, they're really, really, really enlightening. Um, so you can understand. And I think oh, anybody that you're working with, like they should definitely take something so you can understand how you can work with them better. Yeah. And as like, you know, when I'm running marketing choreography, like I really want to understand that person. So I know what things need to be filled for them. Um, yeah. You know, like if they're not an implementer at all, then I need to know that ASAP so we can <laughs> find something that can be an implementer for them because it's not going to work. Right. Yeah, like yeah. nothing's going to work if there's no implementer. And if they're a huge visionary, then I can come in and really, really fill in the plan and remember that they're still a visionary. And so I just I think it's important to, to so remember good. all. Of them. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like when Fonzie like I'm, I'm deep in operation mode and working with the team in yeah. processes. And, and then Fonzie's yeah. like, dude, guess what? He pulls my headphones away. It's like guess the idea that I just had. And then he started, and I'm like, no, 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 stop. I mean, I'm in operation mode. I'm in like systems mode. I cannot even think about how we're actually going to develop this thing. That, that's, why uh, we, that's why we get these time trackers that you see right here. Yeah, these two. Yeah, this thing, you put a task on it and then you flip it. And so would you know you have to focus on that task no matter yeah, what. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, wait, wait, my turn, my turn. Are you sure? Yes. Thank you. Go, go explore, it. brother. Go explore. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lexi, thank you so much. Like, I've been loving this conversation. Yeah, so good. And I'm curious about the After Party podcast, right? The funnel After Party podcast as well. Like, yes. where does the marketing choreography ties into the funnel After Party? What is a funnel After Party as well? Because it sounds awesome, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I want to be invited to whatever that is. Um, we need to dance for sure. We need to dance. We need to yes. learn to dance. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, but what what is it? Uh, what is the goal of it? I'm just. I just yeah. wanted to bring it up. I know I'm like cutting the topic that we were. No, no. Having. I was. I was actually gonna go there. Go there. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, funnel after party was born uh, because I started. I was in like all the click funnels groups, and I saw these people going like hey, I don't really know how to do this order form or I don't know how to do the tech on this and I don't understand. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And so I jump on a call with them and I could totally help them. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I uh, ended up getting clients through through that. Nice. Um, and so then it was like, okay, well, next step, let's create a funnel after party. And so my, my ideal client Um, is somebody that's coming right out of that one funnel away challenge. Mm. And now it's time for the after party. It's time for the after party where we really, really learn um, how to put all of the pieces together in the marketing choreography. Mm. And let's learn what it means to create a campaign and create a launch. And uh, let's learn 
the some of the tech because some people coming out of one funnel away like it's an incredible base mm -hmm. like it's absolutely amazing the skills that are there and what they're teaching you but some people come out of it and they're super overwhelmed and so i went okay it's time for the after party it's time to party let's get this all sorted out let's get get everything ready to go so you can have a successful business um, and make sure that the tech is good that you understand uh, how to make the funnel go from page to page and you understand <laughs> yes. how to attach the email to it and you understand how to market it and put it into the marketing choreography. And so it's just kind of that, that in between step. Cause I have, I have my Facebook group and then I'm also working on launching the podcast right now. Um, that is just all living in, in that space and, and getting them to a place where they're ready for marketing choreography. Oh, that's so that's awesome. Good. Yeah. Where, where were you two years ago? I, I think Again, you need like, to. I know. I'm sorry. Oh man, come on. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, I think you need to trademark those names because those are names are very cool. Um, so juicy, so good, so juicy, so tasty. I think you know, like one of the things we actually heard a while ago was that you need to, when you create these processes, put a proprietary name to it, right? And that's why, for example, we have the minimal viable content, right? We have the publishing pyramid, and those are our proprietary names um, because they they help distinguish you. And I can tell you, you did that, right? That's your differentiator. Because as soon as I heard marketing choreography and i knew you were a dancer i was like this is it like it is so obvious this is your proprietary name and i think yeah, it's, yeah. it's absolutely amazing and with Thank the funnel you. after party you're definitely bringing the fun back to funnels yeah, I, 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 wow <laughs> and you're, you're, you're not a dad yet wow. brother i know no, wow. so, that's, that's, that's a rough one has some dad jokes wow are, are you well that we know of so. no hey, okay wow we don't, we don't want to go there in the, in the, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to go there, guys. Uh, I want to highlight something that you said here that might have like flown uh, flown under the radar. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I probably. Don't know, maybe. But <laughs> you you say that you were actually different groups uh, and helping people, mm. right? And you were like, "Hey, let me jump on a call. Let me help you out." And then you yeah. said, "I got clients from it." So a, a lot of people here don't want to have content conversations, and we we say this every single time. We're like, "You guys have to be proactive." Just like. Like you, like you were out there, you were creating these conversations, adding value, right? And then the money and the revenue and the profit can follow. And now you have this amazing business that you're helping and adding a ton of value to a ton of people, which is incredible. So I just wanted to highlight that and encourage everybody listening and watching right now, have those content conversations, be there, collaborate, uh, help out, solve yeah. problems, what, right? What would be uh, maybe a tip that you have for people that, you know, Again, they're not as proactive as they should and start these content conversations, um, seeking to help others. What would be what, one tip for them to actually get them started? Um, well, let me start with four years ago, I would never in a million years have done that. Like that, <laughs> that would not have happened. And I, I should have been doing it. I wish somebody would have told me what, to do that. Why? Why <laughs> wouldn't you uh, have done it? It is scary. Like if we're being truthful, it is scary to reach out to somebody. And mm. when you're thinking about, uh, when you're thinking about it from the perspective of what if they don't like it or what if they don't like me or, you know, if you're thinking from that perspective, then it's, it's horrible. Right. But if, if you start going, but I can, like, I can help them. Okay. I'm going to add value to them. And if you can approach the conversation with that and you're going, I can help them, I can help them, this is going to be good for them, then it changes everything and you, and you can you can do it, right? And yeah. so um, I, think, I think that's the first thing 
Like if somebody is going, how do I do this? We'll start just thinking about them and start thinking about the fact that do you wish you would have had somebody that would have been helping you in that situation? Like if yeah. somebody reached out with that question, do you wish that somebody would have gotten on a call and helped you and helped you through that? And and if you can think in that way, then it's easier. But if you don't and you think, well, what if they don't like me? Then there's no way you'll ever get on the call. Have you found anybody that you reached out and helped say like this is not working for me. Like, I don't even appreciate you doing this. Have you ever had uh, somebody say that? I, I actually like, not yet. Uh, I mean, I'm go. sure there, there will, there, there will probably be a time, but, um, as of now, like, no, they, they've just been super, super grateful. Yeah. yeah. And but I, for the most part, that's what you're going to run into. I, mm -hmm. I think generally people are nice and, And it's easy to forget that. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, overall, I think people are negative and are pessimistic. And and so when I approach it like that, it's no good. But I think yeah. overall, like people are nice people. Like they're not out to get you. Maybe they had yeah. a bad day, but they're not really out to get you. Yeah. And so um, I think generally they're just going to be grateful. Absolutely. So. You know, and I, I can see that. Like I probably wouldn't tell anybody that comes up and offer help be like oh no get out of here i don't need right, you right and right. and honestly like the worst thing that can happen like if someone says no i want everybody that like whoever is listening right now i want you to imagine yourself asking this question of of you providing value to someone else trying to help somebody else right. what would be the worst case scenario <laughs> probably is them saying no, no right it's like yeah. no thank you and guess what you're gonna be just where you were before, right? But if you don't ask, you're gonna live with the doubt in yeah. your head and that pressure saying, but what if, what if yeah. I would have asked them what? I, I wanna share a quick story on that. Like uh, same thing happened, right? Like we started with the podcast, we had a conversation with the head the head of sales uh, or it's like the top sales guy of a professional hockey team here in the, in the United States. And he like reached out and like, dude, guys, I love the show. It was like when we were first starting with the first few episodes, Um, and it's like, uh, like he, he, it was a little different. He reached out and then I was like, okay, can I can help you with that question. Right. Like it was not like going after him, but still, right. The no came after the no came after the call, right? Like we jumped on the call, we worked through whatever they needed, right? Thinking about starting a platform with the players. Like this is when the COVID started to happening, the players, the coaches, the fans, right? So we're helping them through this. And then at the end, I'm like, Hey, by the way, like this is what some, somewhat what we offer at the time. We're like, hey, we can help you. We can coach you on this and, and we can develop a relationship together, right? And he's like, man, I like it. Let me bring my marketing director into the call. So they brought the marketing director. We had this amazing conversation, right? Uh, great feedback. But the answer to my offer was no. They were like, man, like, you know, we're going through this difficult time, obviously in the country, mm -hmm. like they're, they're an event company. They needed people coming in. They didn't have the people coming in. Like it was an investment. But they said no, right? That's the worst it could happen after that. But guess what? Immediately, I was like, well, first of all, thank you so much for jumping on this call with us. And would you mind recording a quick testimonial video for us? And they said, yes. And they recorded an amazing testimonial video that now we have and we've shown to different people and we can use as leverage, right? We're very thankful for that relationship. And that conversation has led to amazing conversations with other people, right? So yeah. even they say, no, there's always something good there uh, to be able to do. Yeah, I, I feel like you actually gain, like if you ask and they say no, is it, you actually don't end up in the same place. You actually gain from that because yeah. you gain clarity that you're like, okay, they said no, they don't want to. 
and you might gain, you know, a new friend, a new testimonial. Like, you never know. Um, but if you don't ask, you're just going to stay stuck right there. That quote that my brother butcher, right? Um, Tom Bill, you, he says, I prefer to move 100 miles per hour in the wrong direction than standing still. And not asking is just standing still yes. right there. Lexi, what is, um, first of all, thank you. Today has been incredible. Yeah, it has been so much fun. We need to go uh, and hang out with you and Michael. I know, I know. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> but I pro I won't be dancing with Fonzie because you guys are pros. <laughs> so, you know, I <laughs> we won't dance together. <laughs> um, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Lexi, what, what is like maybe like one action point that you can you can send out to people uh, to get to get moving, get that momentum going, right? Get those wins. What is something that will you, you would recommend Whether that is for their marketing choreography or for them to get accepted into the after party. There you go. <laughs> or get it, um, make a plan. One, that's my, like, that's my, are you, yeah, is that the direction you're wanting me to go? Yeah. 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 What, what okay. do you feel? What do you feel? Yes. That. Yes. Okay, so so cool. here's a little um, here's a little context, right? A lot of the people that we've been having conversations with or going through the show is people that are starting this entrepreneurial journey. Uh, we yeah. have people from also corporate that sell that are trying to figure out the content game, uh, more on the marketing side, right? So so yeah, that's a little yeah. context on, uh, on the people that listen to the show. Yeah, make a plan for for what you're doing and and complete that plan. That's that is my biggest advice um, and. Uh, When you don't make a plan, nothing nothing can happen. Um, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs are visionaries, and, and that's how it goes. So have the vision, and then make a plan to to make it happen. Um, yeah. And when you do that, you're going to see a lot of success come because you actually you actually move forward with something, and now you have something that you can yes. you can say yes or no to. So. absolutely thank you i mean love it it, it can be if we talk, let's say if we talk content right like for us we always thought for three years let's publish let's publish let's publish there was no mm -hmm. plan right the second we sat down and we're like this is our plan which at the time was one facebook live video a day for like 10 minutes right. it wasn't like three hours right that was the plan Yeah. things started to move forward and happening so exactly. thank you oh exactly. so so good golden boulder hashtag so juicy so, so good. tasty wow stop saying it wrong Fonzie. okay i i, I gotta i gotta keep <laughs> saying it until you accept you guys need a poll we're gonna have to do a vote so uh, lexi i'm just gonna throw there we already did a vote and you voted for so juicy so tasty <laughs> I win. I'm, the, i'm the only one that counts yeah. <laughs> exactly um lexi Where will you be? And, and you know, I love I love the pause that you made right there. I was like, this is, this, this is, this is uh, question. you know, making it so intense. We're gonna pause. I know if you're, if you're <laughs> listening in right the, now, in, if you're in, listening, you have to go see the video. Sorry, Fancy, <laughs> like you get everything wrong. So you see, so no, so uh, juicy. So okay, can you can I talk? Can I ask? Oh no, you want to ask ask the question? You ask. The yeah, question, you right? always ask it. Okay, okay you go. Intense, <laughs> intense pause, intense eye contact, Lexi. Where would yes. you be if you didn't publish? Uh, nowhere. You, you've got to publish. It's it's so so important and something that uh, I am getting better at every day. But but you have to publish. You have to have something out there, or nobody can find you. It's not even possible. Um, it, the idea can be there, but if, if you're not putting it out there, then it's then it's pointless. It doesn't even matter. Love it. So. Is it a part of the marketing choreography? To publish? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes. 
It is definitely a part of it. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Lexi. People, yeah. you know, start doing your marketing choreography, contact Lexi. And that being said, Lexi, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can yeah. where are they going to be able to listen to the funnel after party? Uh, okay, well, first, uh, Facebook, that is that is the place to connect with me. Um, it's under Alexi Rafael, so with an A. Uh, I know we've been going Lexi, but it's Alexi <laughs> Rafael. And uh, go find the Funnel After Party group, and we can connect in there and get you, get you going. Um, and then uh, stay tuned because... The, the podcast launch is coming, so you can't mm -hmm. find that yet, but it's coming. So go connect with me on Facebook. And yes. Let's go That's hang good. out with the Facebook group. We, we're just putting so, some pressure in here, you know, for, <laughs> for the launch of the Funnel After Party podcast. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're making it. I'm like, oh, shoot. That's <laughs> it's like, well, now it's going to have to happen no matter what. I know. <laughs> I know. Indeed. We know that you have a plan. Don't worry. Don't let Fonzie here pressure you. Absolutely. We know that you have the plan. Don't worry. Uh, this has been this has been amazing. Uh, any any last thoughts that we might have missed? Uh, no, I, I just I'm so grateful to to be on with you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, I'm Thank so you. glad that, that we've been able to connect and and we're in a mastermind together too. I we know. got to connect through that. It's, it's just weird how things work out, and and so I'm just so grateful for the connection, and I'm, I'm looking forward to to more times with you guys so. awesome I know, I know some some dance dance moves are gonna come uh, you yeah. know soon to oh, yeah. bam 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 uh, yeah we, I, would, <laughs> i would love to to do like a dancing class that'll be so uh, much fun let's awesome. do it we'll make it happen yes Sweet. awesome guys with that being said thank you guys so much for tuning into the contents profit podcast go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Co. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, please, please don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye.